0: Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Whitney. And we are the Ghost Sisters. The Ghost Sisters. So I'm like super in uh recording mood today because I have I ain't afraid of no ghost shirt. And I'm also wearing my ghost pajama pants. Oh, damn. She dressed the parts. I dressed the part. I came to play.
1: I came to win. I'm wearing a shirt with a dinosaur on it that says Roarsome.
0: It kind of works. I mean, they are extinct. And so they're dead. And dino ghost. Like, dino ghost. (laughs) If you hear a weird roar... It was T-Rex saying, hey. Totes.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so maybe we should get into why we're doing this episode. People are like, no, well, the- we're just going to keep,
0: keep doing this. we just shooting the whole the- time. This is it. Just
1: shooting the shit this time.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So you may be hearing a little bit better audio. And we hope. We hope. Mostly on Taylor's end because... We did some troubleshooting, we got some new equipment, and now we're both recording on the same type of microphone. So hopefully it sounds better. <laughs> what, what? what? So we figured we would kind of christen our new microphones with a mini episode on our own personal ghost stories uh, from our childhood up until present. So, So let's...
0: Let's do it, Taylor. What do you got?
1: What do you got? Okay. So um, the earliest ghost memory, and I don't even know if this was a ghost memory or an overactive imagination, but I had this horrible fear. It's probably overactive imagination. Um, Uh, Maybe. I had this horrible fear of what I used to call fire drills, and it was not what you're thinking. It was an animal that looked like a giant black dog that came out of the smoke alarm at our old, old house um, where we grew up. Yep. And I was terrified of them. And I had no reason to even think that they would exist. And I had no reason to fear them. We never had a fire. We never had a smoke alarm, like, go off for a legitimate reason. So I had no reason to think of these.
0: I mean, we did, but not until we got to the apartment complex. Correct.
1: Yeah. And this was long before the apartment complex. So the very (laughs) fact that it is a pair of black dogs that would come out of the smoke alarm, and it terrified me. So that's, Hmm. that's my earliest ghosty possible ghosty memory that I have. It could very well be just, you know, overactive toddler imagination, but it was weird.
0: So apparently in that same house, I don't remember this, but I know dad has mentioned it a couple of times. Um, He and I were in the front room on the computer because, you know, there was only one computer at the time and there was only a designated room for that computer. Um, But we were on it. And all of a sudden, everything got really, really loud. Like there were just like a lot of voices talking to both of us. And then all of a sudden, I heard his name. And I apparently asked him like, Hey, did you did you hear that? And he was like, Yeah, I did. Um, And then I know he has another incident that happened in that room. And it was almost the exact same thing. It got really, really loud. And then Either someone said, hey, or tapped him or something like that. But that was the experience we had in that house. I didn't have anything else happen in that particular house. I
1: only have stories from mom and dad. Dad. So there was that incident with dad. There was another one that was almost exactly the same. Um, He said that they constantly experienced
0: scratching and knocking on their bedroom walls. Oh, yeah. 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 And, but he also would go out and try to find the crickets that were making noise outside of the window at night, so.
1: <laughs> I did not know that. That's on brand.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently they would be making too much noise and he would go out and be like, where's the little fucker? Oh my so. God, yeah, that that fits very well.
1: Um, yeah, that can also be explained away by, you know, critters in the wall and stuff. I've had my share of crittles, critters in my walls, so. crittles, crittles. Uh, I never really experienced anything paranormal in the apartment that we stayed in between houses. Um, There was that massive fire. And um, that was really the only experience I had. And that wasn't paranormal. In the new house, we had some experiences. But most
0: of them started after our cat Pitts died. Oh, you didn't mention in the, uh, the original house uh, when Papa died. Oh, yes. Apparently, whenever our grandfather died, uh, we call him Papa. Our parents sat us down to tell us like, hey, just wanted to let you know he passed away. We're here for you guys. And I apparently said, I know he came and told me. Yes. So
1: yeah, you said, I know he came and told me. Um, He told me that he feels a lot better and to not be sad
0: for him and that he loves me. And I wasn't his funeral was actually very good. I didn't understand why everyone was crying. Now I can't even think about funerals without like tearing up a little. So
1: yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone through a lot in the last few years. (laughs) Like fair. Yeah. So on that same vein with Mammy. Uh, she said that it was like a night or two after Papa died that she felt the mattress in that front room compress and somebody leaned over and like hugged her. And she said that it felt like him.
0: Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah.
1: In the next house.
0: Oh, the next house was spooky. It was
1: spooky. And what's really crazy is it was a new build. So it wasn't like somebody had died in it or something
0: like that. Another fire, though. Yeah, there was While another was fire. Being built, the the house next door burned down yes. and that was also being built so it I don't remember what caused it if it was like an electrical fire or it was some some hoodlum <laughs> no
1: it was one of the construction workers had thrown a cigarette on the ground and he didn't snuff it out entirely and it smoldered until it caught Smoldering. smoldered it's
0: the bad kind of smolder though <laughs> the smolder. other one is th- yeah is <laughs> Flynn Ryder but yeah i I still, to this day, have nightmares of the closet that was attached to the bathroom in my bedroom. I don't, I, like, if there was a portal to hell, it was in that closet. That's legit. And I had so many experiences in that bedroom, which I know mom and dad laugh because they're like, you chose that bedroom. And I know I did, but... You made us move
1: all your shit into that room.
0: Well, you know, I'm... I'm a princess. Mm -hmm. There, like, there was one time that I was laying on my bed, and I believe I was trying to go to sleep. It was either I was trying to go to sleep or I was starting to wake up. In this, I couldn't see it. Like, I wasn't looking at it. But in my mind, it was like a black mist that came out of the bathroom and came up to my ear, and just this deep, hot breath. Just, And it freaked me out. I mean, I think I still just went to sleep, but (laughs) (laughs) it was unpleasant. And I still like, think about it. And I like, yeah, (laughs) I get the heebie jeebies. But that I swear that closet, which funny enough, everyone's going to be like, what? Somehow the house that I'm in right now with, you know, I'm, I live with my parents. Hey, guys. Um, The house that we're in is the exact same floor plan, but reversed. And I'm in the same room that I was in, and this closet doesn't freak me out. Yeah. Like, it's weird because I can open the closet, and I can see the back of it. And I feel like with that old closet, I could never see the back of it. Right. No matter what. Right. And, oh, it just... It's not okay. It's not okay, Taylor. It's not okay. Mm-mm.
1: I really didn't experience. We, of course, saw uh, after Pitts died, we saw his paw reach up. Uh, so Pitts, yeah. our our cat, his name was Pop Tart Strawberry because Whitney named him, <laughs> and uh, he he died when he was got eighteen or twenty. He was super old. And okay, so story behind this, Pitts. He had an affinity for dice whenever we were playing a game that's called Wahoo. It's a horribly racist game, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, It's the worst. Whitney hates it. Um, So every time we get the chance, I'm like, we should play Wahoo. Um, But yeah, he loved the dice. And so you would just see this paw come up on top of the table and try to scoop the dice off so he could go play with them. There Was one time that we were that Whitney and dad were sitting in the living room and they see this paw flash up over the top of the table like he's trying to get some dice and it looked like Pitts's paw.
0: Yeah, it was this little white paw. He was an orange and uh, an orange tabby and he had little white paws. Um, because of course that's how we got the name Pop Tart Strawberry mm-hmm. for no apparent reason, but yeah, this little white paw popped up and I remember. Dad and I looked at each other, and he was like, "You saw that, right?" And I was like, "That was a cat paw. Like that was a white cat's paw." That were like, mm-hmm. "Yep, that's
1: a more innocent thing that happened in the house." I really didn't start experiencing crazy paranormal stuff until I was moved out. And so, disclaimer: I had a phobia of
0: ghosts up until about yeah. 2013 um this this bitch i used to like i so i had a job at PetSmart way back when and i would get off of my shift and the only thing that would be on would be ghost adventures and she would be like hey what you doing and i would you know oh i'm watching ghost adventures and she's like oh oh i can't oh that's just oh it's so oh. And I was like, okay, well, how about I stay, like, on the phone with you, or we can keep texting, and then you can peace out whenever you're you're done. And then that became, like, that's what we did every Saturday night. So it was like, oh, it's like, no, it's Sisters. Yeah. Um, but then Taylor would be like, oh, my God, did you see the new Ghost Adventures? And I was like, I was out drinking with friends. So... I, I didn't see it. But she went from being like, I can't handle ghost shit to, yeah, let's have a ghost podcast. So.
1: Yeah. So I, I remember one time that mom and dad and I were watching some medium show. I don't even remember what it was called. It was probably Long Island Medium or something like that. But at one point, the lady, like, looks down the hall and she's like, there's a boy standing at the end of the hall down there. And I fucking lost it. I started crying. I started shaking. And mom came over and she was, like, trying to lighten lighten the mood. She was like, are you pregnant? I was like, no. And uh, it, Ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, mom. I know. Um, but. Like, neither of them, they were both like, I don't understand what's going on. And I was just so terrified of it. So I really didn't start becoming okay with ghosts until 2013 because I got on anti-anxiety, antidepressants. And um, Whitney and I started doing the ghost adventures thing. And I would, I think the first two or three times, I would be out like after the B roll at the beginning when Zach's being super dramatic and stuff. And I was just like, I can't handle it. And I wouldn't watch the rest of it. And now I put it on as white noise. So but back when I was terrified of ghosts, right after I moved out to go to college, every time I would come back, the hallway leading to my bedroom was terrifying. And I would run
0: Yes. So the bedroom that I had before I moved to the the creepy bedroom was across the hall from Taylor. Yeah.
1: And and it felt like something was watching me from that bedroom and would chase me down the hall whenever I would go towards my room. The
0: second I got in my room and shut the door, it was fine. But so same thing for me cuz mom would be like, "Hey, this is Taylor's, can you go put it up in her room?" and I'd be like, "Okay." And so I would, like, go up there, and as soon as I would get to the threshold of that hallway, I would run, and I would just chuck it in your room, and then slam the door, and then run back to my room. <laughs> yeah, it was the same for me, but I just – I that's why if you ever got home and you're like, where'd all this shit come from? It's because I just chucked it in there. That's like, fair. Nah.
1: Yeah, in all fairness, I would have done the same. So – Yeah. I really – I didn't experience anything beyond that feeling, and I remember telling dad about it, and he was like, I don't get it. And then mom said that she felt it one time right before she moved out, and then once she moved out, dad went up, and he was like, yeah, I feel it too. Mm. So everybody felt it at one point. I think dad was still kind of like, but it's nothing. But then he told me that Josh's stuff was right above that hallway. And Josh was our, I guess, older brother. He died when he was two and a half months old. So we never knew him. I wasn't even born yet, but uh, all of his stuff was there. Yeah. Just a real creepy feeling. Yeah. Which
0: I don't think that was him.
1: I don't think so either. If it was... I could see him being mischievous, but that also indicates that there's a consciousness beyond an infant.
0: So. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So now the house that I bought, um, I had a lot of stuff happen there and that's where Stephanie came about. Um, so I think you guys probably heard in the very first episode about Stephanie. Uh, Hey girl, what's up Steph? I used to, all the time, get women's perfume. And I don't wear perfume. And I mean, I lived by myself. So it, it wasn't someone else's perfume. Right. And it would always be like kind of near the kitchen or the back door. There was one time Taylor had come down. If you had like an anxiety attack or something, you would go sleep on the couch. And so one morning, I woke up I have this like slice of a grandfather clock I know that makes no sense but it's like you can see the three and the six and that's it nope the three and the nine yeah the three and the nine and that's it and I had that up on the wall and whenever I woke up in the morning that was off of the wall and laid perfectly in the middle of a box that I had crochet in and I asked her whenever she got up I was like um did you take my clock off the wall and she was like I was in the bedroom the whole time but that thing, there was no way that it could just fall off of the wall. Like, it's it's one of those, like, eye hole things, like, where you have to, like, slide the the nail onto it or whatever, or slide it onto the nail. Yes. So. So I, yeah. I want to, to specify this a little bit more. We
1: hung that clock the day before. And because you were like, I want to hang this, but I can't do this myself. And so we hung that clock while I was there. And it's a keyhole hook. So that means that you put the, the thing on and you slide it down and the nail is is in the clock. And, you know, you have to physically lift it or you'll rip the nails out of the wall.
0: and Or you'll break my clock. Don't fucking break yeah. my clock.
1: So this clock has a glass plate over where the face would be. And then the um, it's attached to two little wooden ends. And then you've got the face of the clock behind the glass. So... If this clock had fallen off the wall, it would have shattered. That glass would have shattered. The nails would have fallen out of the wall and, you know, it would have been chaos. So I, when I had, (laughs) (laughs) um, when I had gotten up that morning, because I got up before Whitney did, um, I remember seeing that that clock had been taken down. And I was like, that's really weird. Why would she take down the clock? I thought she liked it there. And then... When you got up and you were like, why did you take the clock down? And we were both like, it wasn't me. Yeah. So this clock had no reason to be taken down off of the wall. You could say it was time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That Stephanie was a constant thing for you. Like just the perfume you would have granted you attributed this to luigi to your cat uh the door cabinets and stuff opening
0: yeah cuz luigi's an asshole and he does that here too that's true yeah like half the cabinets open here too so like whatever that's true but i do feel like stephanie followed me i mean i told her like hey if you want to come with me you can come with me um and at the apartment that i rented after that house so there was one time my my boyfriend at the time was coming over and I was like, hey, just come on in. The door's unlocked. I'm like, don't knock because it's going to rile up the dogs. And so I'm sitting there and then I hear knock, knock, knock. And I was like, God damn it, you son of a bitch. And the dogs start freaking out and everything. And I get up and I walk over to the door and there is no one there. And this is like, there's a staircase, but you can see everything. It's not like a covered staircase. There's nowhere to hide. So there's no way that someone could have run up, knocked on the door, me get to the door and then not be in eyesight. And so I was like, what the fuck? And around that time, I see him pull up around the corner and pull up to come over. And he was like, hey, what are you doing outside? So that was, that was weird. You also had food thrown. The uh, dog food would be thrown against the door in your bedroom and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would happen too. Yep. It would sound like, cause Sadie, my dog at the time, she liked to bury stuff, but this didn't just sound like a couple of pieces, like falling out of the food bowl. This was like, not, not a tink, but you know, that like smack into a door or like a wooden surface. It just like a click, click. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And I still smelt the same perfume and everything.
1: Yes. And then and
0: I told her she was welcome to come with me wherever I go. Yep.
1: And then you moved into that boyfriend's house and she
0: followed you there. Oh, and in that, okay. And his house. So there was one time we were having like an actual sweet moment for once and we were hugging each other in the kitchen. And the way this house is set up, it's pretty open floor plan. Uh, you can see literally everything from the kitchen, but we were hugging in the kitchen And we heard something jump off of the couch and run over in between us. I'm like little, little four paws, you know, and I looked down and I was like, Sophie. And I looked around and she was still on the couch. And I look up at him because he's like six something. And he was also looking around and I was like, okay, so you heard that. And he was like, ha, 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 ha. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we had like a little ghost dog too, apparently. Yep.
1: Yeah. So the really fun thing that happened this past weekend that I was down visiting, I was showing Whitney all of the ghost uh, hunting equipment and all that kind of stuff and showing her like, you know, here's how you actually use the things because I've been the one that's been doing all the things so far. Um, I pulled out the dowsing rods because I just wanted to show like, here's the dowsing rods. And I was just explaining how it works. And I had them out in front of me. And mom jokingly kind of asked, is anybody here with us right now? And the dowsing rods crossed. And whenever doing dowsing rods, crossing means yes, and spreading apart means no. And then if they just are straight out in front of you, that's neutral. And so I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like maybe I moved or something like that. And so I put them back to neutral and then we asked again, is anybody here with us? And they crossed again. And these dowsing rods are two copper rods within a completely separate housing that basically allows them to free move without the influence of your hands doing anything. I began asking, you know, is anybody here with us? Um, Can you put the rods back to neutral? Every time it would cross, I would ask it to put it back to neutral and it would do it and then we asked do we know you and the rods spread apart for no and we said are you attached to whitney and the rods crossed and then we said no i asked it to put it back to neutral and then we said do we call you stephanie and the rods crossed and we were like oh it's stephanie and then yeah, yeah and then uh mom asked i asked it to put it back to neutral and it went back to neutral and then mom asked when Whitney leaves, will you leave? And the rods crossed again. So this spirit we think has been following Whitney around. And uh, we asked her if she likes us, if she likes our family. And she said, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It would. if she said no, I think I would be like, well, burn it, burn the whole house. I don't fucking know. Like I'm out. Right.
1: So that was just, it was a very weird, of course we didn't record it because we were just screwing around at the time, but that was a really weird experience. That our entire family witnessed. And I think Dad's face was my favorite part of it because he was just like <laughs> through it. Yeah, he was just like, oh no. Um, because he plays it really cool and then whenever something happens, he's like, Oh shit. Shit's real? Yeah. But even I, throughout that entire thing, was just like, oh my fucking god, every time something would happen.
0: Yeah. We'll have to try it again and like actually record it. Yes. Um, because Yeah, that was That was weird. And also, like, I still think dad's on to something as far as like having something like 3D printed so that you can have them freestanding. Yes. Or our initial thought was like, just stick them in some styrofoam. So then that way there is no human influence whatsoever. And you can just be like, all right, someone touch them. Exactly. Well, someone spiritual touch them, not just someone go up and do,
1: do, do, do. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because that can also be an idiomotor response that even the slightest movements forward and backwards from your hands could influence
0: what direction those go. So, yeah. But you had to like really shake it to get it to do anything. Because I was like, you're fucking with it. And you're like, and it. (laughs) You were not fighting right. with it. Right.
1: So, so, yeah. So I am in the process of designing something that we can use as more of a freestanding kind of thing that basically will take the human element out of it. So then that way it can get be a true response from the dowsing rods. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And cool. Cool stuff. Yeah, So that's, that's Whitney's stuff. Um, I had a lot of experiences whenever I went to college.
0: It's Creepy ones. They weren't as wholesome as mine. No, they were. They were super creepy.
1: I moved into an apartment on campus and I was there for about three years. And I had what I thought was a portal in my closet. And I remember being super uncomfortable every time I went into my bedroom. If I laid down in my bed and turn my back to the closet. I could feel something come out of the closet and up to my bed. The second that I rolled back over to face it, it would retreat back to my closet. There would be times that I would come home from like getting groceries or something like that. I would put my hand on the doorknob and be like, I shouldn't go in there. And then I would leave and come back like an hour later and things would be fine. I have no idea what that was. At the time, I was still terrified of ghosts. I really didn't do the whole ghosty thing
0: until I was in grad school. This was during my undergrad. I feel like even if you were, you still wouldn't be like, I'm going to try to talk to it. No. Like, you would be like, no, fuck this shit. I mean, you would probably, like, do some ritualistic, like, sage blessing kind of shit, but you wouldn't have been like, hey,
1: (laughs) who is this? What's up, devil creature?
0: Who, Who is this? Yeah.
1: So... I moved out of that apartment, moved into the house that I'm currently in. And I really there's nothing in this house. It if there is, okay, I take that back. I've had some experiences in this house that are completely, what do I want to say? They're completely innocent. Like they're not they're not malevolent or anything like that. Up at school, I would be I so I'm a geologist if you, if you haven't figured that out by now. When I was studying for my mineralogy Stuff. Mineralogy is the weed out course in geology. When I was studying for this, I would be up in the lab for days at a time and basically just stay the night there. I remember being up in the lab, it was probably about 3 a.m., and I was studying the tray that was in front of me. I know the witching hour. 3 (laughs) a.m. I was studying the tray that was in front of me, and I had this urge to look over at the door. And the door is one of those doors where it's solid wood, and then there's a window in it. And there was a face in the window that I was like, "Oh, maybe they just forgot their their badge because you had to badge in in order to get in." And so I went and I opened the door, and there was no one there. And the way this hallway was set up, there was not enough time for this person to run down the hallway without me hearing them running down the hallway. How
0: did you not get, like, murdered in college? Girl, I don't know. At 3 a.m., you see a face and you're like, let me go investigate. Bitch, go home. Go to bed.
1: I Okay, so while I lived in my apartment, I did the damn thing where I had two college-age dudes come to my door. At least I assumed they were college-age dudes. They came to my door. Probably not. Probably not, no. Came to my door, said that they were selling magazines, and I let them both in. What the
0: I know. If I what the I'm gonna ooh Taylor I'm gonna beat the shit out. Oh of you. no! Like
1: present Taylor is like what the actual fuck past Taylor. Like you could have died. Like they could have raped and killed you. So yep, yeah, but no, I I managed to get out of it.
0: Okay, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. I mean, I too have some dumb moments from way back when. Not just really way back when. I still have some dumb moments. I feel like, but. <laughs> That was but like, yeah, Taylor. that was like the epitome of
1: dumb. Like, yeah, I 100% would have been a victim of the Boston Strangler, like 100%. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you would have been like, oh, did you forget your keys? Here, come in, sir. Come and in, you would sir. be like, I, I, I'm trying to rape you. And you'd be like, no, 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 It's okay. Would you like a glass of water? So i
1: got an extra soda.
0: You want it? <laughs> you want something? Like, let me. How can I help you, sir? So
1: in addition to the face that I saw in the window, when I was up there on campus during grad school, I constantly heard because I was, of course, up there until 10 or 11 at night sometimes. Um, Actually, close to 1 or 2 a.m. quite often. Because grad school is like... It's awful, guys. It's terrible.
0: And if you're going through it right now, way to go, yo. Yo,
1: no kidding. Like, props to you. I I 100% feel you on a spiritual level. I am sending you all the good vibes because grad school fucking sucks.
0: Even if you're not in grad school, you're still awesome. You
1: are. If you're doing any damn thing right now, you're still awesome. And if all you're doing is surviving,
0: you're still damn awesome. Especially if you're surviving while listening to us. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You surviving is enough. All yes. right, let's go.
1: So I constantly heard doors opening and closing in the middle of the night, long after custodian had, you know, custodial stuff had left. So that was always creepy. I remember being in the front office and I was talking to the girl that was running in the front desk at the time. Her name was Shaquana. And I see this big shadow go across the wall and around the corner into um, this lady Larissa's office. And I asked Shaquana, I was like, is Aaron back there? And she was like, no. And I was like, is there anybody in the faculty break room? And she was like, no. And so I peeked back there. And sure enough, all the lights are out. There's no one back there. There was no one out in the hallways. Nothing could have cast that shadow. And Shaquana was terrified of ghosts. So when I was like, I just saw a big ass shadow, she was like, and I'm closing the office early. <laughs> And time to go. Time to go. So the things that I experience in my house are ghost cats. 100%. Um, yes, 100%. I have at least, at least one ghost cat, but I think I actually have two because I had the ghost cat before Galena died, and then I see right. a lot of Galena, like... There are a lot of Galena things that happen and she's not here anymore. So um I will feel a cat jump up on the bed behind me while I'm sleeping and turn around and there's no one there. Nice. I have seen a cat coming out from under my bed and there's no one there. Like I have seen, I've been in the, um in my closet and I looked down and I was like, Oh, Hey, Jakey. And when I, Like turned to actually leave my closet. Jake was sitting on my bed and it wasn't enough time for him to leave the closet without me noticing that he had left the closet. So I look around and all four of my cats are within eyesight. I can see all of them and none of them were in the closet. And I was like, Hi, leanies, if that's you. <laughs> so, Hi, lean beans. beans. So now where I work, we have a ghost that we call
0: Crithaniel. Oh, yeah. Crithaniel. Cr- Ugh. Crithaniel. Y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> so you Crithaniel. Yes.
1: So Crithaniel started with the name Nathaniel. I had a, one of those little shitty apps on my phone that was like, it's like a novelist. And, you know, so I was playing with that. And I just kind of jokingly asked, you know, what is your name? And after about two other questions, I got the name Nathaniel. And so I was like, oh, his name is Nathaniel. So we start calling him Nathaniel. And then Tori and I were sitting there playing with the thing, playing with that same app. And the name Chris came through. And she was like, oh, my God, like that's I think she said that was her boyfriend's name. And I was like, maybe that's actually the name of the ghost. And so we decided to combine the names into Chris Crithaniel. Crithaniel. So Crithaniel lives on the sixth and seventh floor of our building. And we have legitimately heard somebody in a vacant cube typing on the keyboard to the point that the girl that's in the cube next to that vacant cube has gone over to be like, hey, is anybody here? And no one's there. And she said that she gets the hebes and
0: she just puts her headphones in and keeps working. (laughs) So, so. I still think that haunting an office or a place of work is just—it's so sad. It is that you're perpetually stuck at work. I had in my office. I also had a ghost. Actually, I'm like almost every place I've worked, I've had some sort of entity, uh, except for where I work right now, because like it's a it's a van. So like, eh. it's a van. I I hope not. Um, but like I had in my office. I was coming back from the bathroom and you have to like use your badge to actually get in. And I was walking back to my desk and I heard Whitney. And I looked and I was like, "Huh?" because I was like maybe someone was calling my name. And so I like went to go sit down at my desk. The guy across the way was like, "Wait, you you heard your name, right?" And I was like, "Wait, you heard it too?" And he was like, "Yeah, that was weird." No one else heard it, though. Just me and him. And we were feet apart. Like, I was all the way on the other side of the room. Like, we could make eye contact, but that was it. We couldn't hear each other if we tried to talk to each other across the way. So somehow he heard my name and I heard my name. That was also the office that was, like, right next to a cemetery. So I don't know. But again, it would really suck to pass away and then you have to haunt an office. Granted, maybe it wasn't an office before and you're just stuck on that area and you're like, well, here we go. Let's fuck up the printer. Cause why not? That's
1: what I was going to say. So our building is on a spot where it used to be military ground and it used to be the projects. So mm. there's a good chance that there was a significant loss of life in that area. And we buy it back right up against a cemetery. Like you can see it from my window on our floor. So but yeah, we've had yeah. people clearing their throats when nobody's been around. We've had like whenever you stack papers and you go like against the desk, we've heard that. I've heard chairs move. Yeah. So and I caught that weird figure on the SLS cam in my office. I'll have to post that on Instagram because I do have the video on oh, that. Yeah,
0: you actually have video of that one. Yes. So look
1: at you. Look at me. So yeah, that was have an evidence. Yeah, I'll put the the thing in there. But uh, I was setting up the SLS cam for the very first time, and I left it for like twenty minutes, and nothing happened. And then when I turned and looked, there was a figure on top of my desk, and I was like, "Oh, everything about this is messed <laughs> up." So yeah, yeah. So that was just a little foray into us and our experiences, and kind of how we got into what we're into at this
0: point. So there's other stuff too. So yes, stay, stay tuned, I guess, or ask us or whatever, man. Yeah. Or maybe one day we'll haunt you and tell you all of our ghost stories while we're haunting you. Ghostception.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> and if you have any ghost stories that you want to share with us, we do plan on doing like a listener request slash listener stories. Like, one of our listeners has already requested that we look at ghosts in a non-religious kind of standpoint. And they gave me a, a theory to look into on that. So I'm going to be researching that. We're going to do an episode on that. So if you're interested in having your story told or you have something that you would like for us to look into or anything like that, we are happy to take suggestions. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We hope you enjoyed this not-so-many episode.
0: And we hope it sounds... Much better. Yes, we do. Yeah, for show. Sure. For show. Sure. Thanks for listening. We will spook you later. Spook you
1: later, bitches. Bitches. Okay. Bye. Bye.